Hey guys, Jérôme Bébé here, and uh, welcome to another another podcast from HockeyProspect.com. Today I'll take a look at five players that are eligible for the 2002-2022 NHL draft in our 5-5 five five series. Um, I'll give a quick rundown on each player and also give you uh, the ratings that we gave them in our, in our 2022 Black Book. Uh, a reminder that our ratings are from 3 to 9, and they go in this order when I will mention the ratings. Hockey sense, compete, skill, skating, miscellaneous. Let's uh, start by taking a look at Ivan Miroshnenko. Um, his health problem have been well docu- documented, um, but... Uh, the news seems to be good for him. Uh, last we heard, uh, he got the, the green light to, to resume uh, training. So, uh, very uh, very good news, and hopefully, you know, he's back uh, 100% LT next season. There has been a lot of hype around this player since he was, you know, 15 years old. Since the Youth Olympic Tournament, basically, uh, he's been... You know, he's been known as like one of the top two Russian prospects coming through the Russia uh, minor hockey system uh, alongside with uh, Matvey Michkov. He was good last summer at the Elenka tournament uh, in which he helped Russia win gold. Um, so this season he started the year in the, in the VHL. Well, actually he played the whole season in the VHL. A perplex uh, decision to move him to the VHL right away. Not, it's not like he dominated the NHL last season, but anyway. Um, so he really struggled in the VHL in the reviewings this, this season. Um, the effort level was not always there. Um, we didn't think he'd play like smart hockey. Uh, what he had with, what he had was, uh, his shot and his speed. Both of them are, like, really good. Um, but the rest of his game was just, was lacking, and he looked very, um, you know, <laughs> confused uh, on the ice a lot of times in that league. You know, when you watch him two years ago and how good he was, and if you predict where he would play in his NHL draft year, you probably would have, say, the KHL, or, like, very close from the KHL in his... NHL draft year, and he was very far from that. So the, the 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 development curve didn't really go as planned. He plays best hockey in the month of January in that league. Uh, he was a bit more dynamic, uh, had way more energy. Uh, even his playmaking, which was one part of his game that we really were, you know, critical of him was actually getting better. He made some paths that were a bit of a, you know, shocking for us because we didn't see any of that all year. And then in January, he was making some, like, really uh, high-end passing play. And then he left for getting, you know, his treatment for his cancer. Also, before January, in November, he took part in the uh, U-20... Uh, tournament, uh, and he was good there. 
Um, he, he helped play Yura at that event. The viewings of Miroshniko at that tournament, plus the Jan January uh, viewings in the VHL were positive for us and give us some hope that he can, like, um, get back to the player he was. Maybe not, like, a super high-end player, but as a chance, a real chance to be, like, an NHL player. There's a lot of uh, data missing from him, a lot of games miss um, with the Russia situation, a lot of tournament miss, uh, big event. So there's a, a lot of, uh, you know, data missing from his, you know, his profile. Uh, also, last year he didn't play a lot too. Like, I believe he only played 20 games uh, in the VHL last year after he missed about, you know, he was he was trying to get to the USHL. It didn't work out, and so I think there was like some visa issue and. And he didn't play for a long time last year, trying to get to the USHL. It didn't didn't work out, so he eventually signed with a you know a KHL team. And um, so, honestly, the, the past two years he's missed a lot of hockey, and it's never like a good news for players at that age to miss that much hockey. So anyway. Um, so here are his ratings. Uh, we gave him a six, six, eight, seven, six, and we rank him twenty-second on our list. Moving on to Isaac Howard from the national program team, um, the U.S. national program team. Uh, he's another for potential first-round pick from that team. Uh, Howard came to the program as a as a forward with, you know, good quickness and, you know, a, a shooting mentality. A guy who can just score at will. Um, in his two year with the program, one thing you really improve uh, is his playmaking. Um, really improve his playmaking value. Uh, now he can hurt you with a shot, but also his playmaking. Um, he's not very tall. You know, he's about 5'9 and, and a half, but he's pretty... Uh, He's pretty strong physically. Um, he's a good skater, but you know, for his size, we wish he was a, you know, a, a, a bit faster. We wish, I wish he was a great skater for for that size. His intensity away from the puck can be a bit up and down. Um, this seems to be like a, a team around his team. A lot of guys on on, on his team, if they don't have the puck. Uh, you know the compete level is a bit up and down. I'm I'm looking forward to see how he does in in college next season, uh, away from away from the, the the national program team. You know their team was a bit of like a an all star type team. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm very uh, curious to see how he does away from you know all of, all of those. Good player around him. His ratings are seven six seven six five, and he's ranked uh, twenty on our lists in the black book. Sam Rizzo is our next player, a big American defenseman that played mostly uh, high school hockey this year in Minnesota. Uh, but he finished the year with Waterloo, 
in the USHL. Truth be told, uh, he didn't blew us away in the USHL. Thought he was up and down with his performance in the USHL. Very inconsistent. Uh, still very raw, and but uh, the tools are there. The tools are pretty impressive. You know, it's definitely a long-term project um, type of selection. Uh, I believe the last I've heard, and he's not going to play college hockey next season. He's a Minnesota recruit, but will play an extra season in the USHL. And I honestly think it's a it's a good decision. Uh, maybe uh, next season is ice time in college will have been pretty limited. Um, I don't see how he would get more minutes than you know. Uh, other guys already on the team now, so like you have a recruit like Ryan Chesley coming in. Uh, Chesley's gonna get those minutes, so like I think uh, Rinzel may have struggled to get like those uh, those good minutes. Um, he's huge. He's six three and a half. Uh, he's probably ends up. He's probably probably gonna end up being six foot four. Uh, he's a really good skater. And he has inconsistent, but very good puck skills. Like his one-on-one -on -one puck handling is really good, and he he can pull off some really uh, wow move. Uh, we saw some of them in the USHL that kind of uh, a bit of a you know shocking, um, but you know still very inconsistent. So he can make some really high high hand plays sometimes, and then. He's gonna make some 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 bad plays, some plays that he should easily be able to make, and then he he's gonna struggle with those play and um, his decision about decision making also is you know one of the big question mark with him. Um, but at the end of the day, he's a right defenseman. He's just under six foot four right now. He moves really well, so there's a lot of things to like. You're just gonna have to be patient and. Uh, his development will be the key for him in the next two, three season. Uh, his ratings are five, six, seven, 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 and he's ranked thirty-second uh, on our list in the black book, which means um, he's a B-rated prospect. A reminder that Toll's ratings are from. 3 to 9, and they go in this order. Uh, hockey sense, compete, skill, skating, miscellaneous. Daniela Urov is up next for uh, for us. Um, I'll try to keep this one short, uh, or at least as long as some of his ice time that he got this year in the KHL. Uh, joking aside, Yurov um, is a calculated, uh, smart wi smart winger that uh, didn't get any many like good chance to really uh, have success in the KHL this season. Um, just the ice time was just terrible from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Um, his split in NHL was better and it was actually good. But it was still lacking some drive. I, I felt like I felt I get I had the feeling that he didn't really want to, didn't re really want to be there. Um, but still, like he performed pretty well. But I don't know. I didn't 
I wish he like to compete and have a bit more drive in those games. Um, you know, he almost feels like the the Russian version of, of Shane Wright. Uh, lots of good hockey from him in the past two years, but uh, this year was, you know, um, not great. Um, he was a bit too passive on the ice, and, you know, honestly, we didn't really see a lot of uh, progression with him. But at the same time, he didn't play a lot. So, uh, in the KHL, I think, they, in the KHL, there was like one preseason game where he looked incredible. And that was probably his only real good, you know, viewing in the KHL with actual ice time. Yeah, I think I think Kirov can probably probably become, you know, a good second line player that can score, but also be creative uh, with the puck, and he has like a solid two-way game. He's not a player that's gonna hurt you. Uh, you just would like to see him be a bit more aggressive and and take over like plays a bit more. His ratings are seven six eight six six. And on our list is rank number 10. Lastly, let's talk about Ryan Chesley from the U.S. program. Uh, we had a lot of hope for him this year, and it was obvious early on this season that we didn't get a, a good enough look of, at him last year with Occupants. Um He struggled with his decision-making, uh, poor plays under pressure um, and his offensive game struggled because of this he also didn't get much you know power play chance uh, with you know Hudson and Casey in front of him uh, early on in the year when he was on the power play they used to use him in the, in the Ovechkin spot basically his only job was to shoot puck like one time pucks and that's not really his style. We wanted to see him distribute the puck. This, this, we wanted to see, hey, is he a good puck distributor? Can he move the puck on the power play? Uh, and we never saw that because he, on the power play, they only use him as a, you know, as a shooter. And uh, we never got to see him too much on the power play the rest of the year. However, uh, we still like him as, as a player. He's tough to play against. He's a big hitter. He's a great skater. Uh, he's a, you know, he's one of those guys that you know come playoff time he's gonna bring it. He's not fun to play against. Usually players don't really like going in in his corner. So the phys, physicality from him is uh, one of his best assets. You know, he needs to keep working on his decision making. His play under pressure also needs to, to get better. Uh, we rank him 34th on our list, and uh, we gave him ratings of 5, 8, 5, 7, and 6. All right, uh, it's all for now, uh, folks. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for supporting us with the Black Book by buying the PDF or the print version. Uh, of the book, we uh, we really appreciate it. You know, we'll talk to you guys soon and enjoy the draft.